Hey, good morning. Shank of the day here at Wax on a Thursday morning. That's not bad. Partly sunny day. We'll get into all oh, probably mid-60s today. Maybe a chance of a shower early. It's just going to pass through, and then we'll see sun today. And it looks like uh, sunny Friday and Saturday. 82 on Saturday. So we're looking for some nice warm weather, then cooling back down next week into the, the 60s by early Monday and Tuesday. Low 60s. So uh, temperatures continue to fluctuate around our area, but it's nice right now. 37, we'll tell you more about that. But uh, we got a lot of chores to do this morning and uh, to do them here on Wax. I'm Bob. I'm Scott. Hey, today's kind of an interesting day in history. You know what happened 46 years ago today? 46 years ago today. No, I don't. I'm sure I'll remember once you tell me. Well, the last two Marines died on the ground in Vietnam. They were hit by mortars at the airport in Saigon as the fall of Saigon started. Yeah, that was some unbelievable television pictures back then, watching people try and get on those helicopters from the the, uh, mission in Saigon, the U.S. mission down there. Whoa, the embassy. Yep. Not good Operation pictures. Operation Frequent sure. Wind. No, yep. I, and I know like you, you were in the Marine Corps, but uh, I had a lot of yep. friends that uh, were in the Marine Corps. Well, once a Marine, always a Marine, but uh, we're, in, uh, we're in Vietnam, and uh, yeah, that's uh, not one of the pleasant moments in history for the United States, that's for sure. Well, we got lots going yeah. on around the area. Did you look outside yet this morning? I've been outside. I didn't look outside. Oh, beautiful I moon. Went out and I... Oh, that moon is incredible this morning, the waning pink moon, and it's uh, still lighting things up out there. And speaking of that, the one thing I've noticed, that you can't see it from in the studio, but we're getting to the point that toward the end of the show at 6 o'clock, the sun is starting to, things are starting to lighten up already, already at 6 o'clock. Yeah, so. 6 o'clock now is is pretty much daybreak, sunrise at uh, 6 o'clock around the area, so yeah, we're yep. getting our getting our day squared away, that's for sure. I went to a field day. Boy, first time that that feel good, to be able to be out in the field uh, over at the Clark Turner Farm over in the, with the area yesterday talking about uh, cover crops, carbon sequestering, and things like that. So we'll hear from some of those folks in, in future programs. Absolutely. But it was good to sit out there in the afternoon and uh, actually get out in the field again and been able to do that last year. So looking forward to some of those things. And, of course, you know what Saturday is, the first Saturday in May. Oh, you have your baskets ready? Baskets ready? It's Kentucky Derby Day. Well, I'm thinking Mayday baskets well, first. Yeah, well, that's but I, true. I do, I do have a special hat that I made for myself. For <laughs> I can only imagine what that looks like. So, <laughs> But uh, we'll take a look at the 20 horses in the field. I know a lot of folks don't follow it, but uh, it's one day that I really do sit and watch uh, horse racing, the Kentucky Derby. I, you know, I love to watch and, that. And, you know, folks know kind of I, I get to be a sappy guy sometimes. I don't have really any ties with the state of Kentucky. I have a couple old friends uh, that are from Kentucky, but that's about it. But when they sing "My Old Kentucky Home," it grabs me every time. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a quite a tradition, that's for sure. Well, you almost became a jockey, didn't you? Well, I was small enough. Uh, well, in some ways. No, that's uh, no. I when I told you that, I didn't mean. Jockey, I meant, you know, the athletic supporter type. That's another story. <laughs> that certainly is another story. All right. Uh, well, what do we, what do we, 
Sumatra or breakfast blend? I know it's one of the uh, two from Revolution Coffee. I got a whole bunch of their breakfast blend yesterday when I stopped down along with some scones. And if you're lucky, you might uh, find a scone on your desk in the morning. Oh, that would be a nice surprise. So we'll look forward to that. We'll look forward to visiting with you and getting some of our farm. We're also going to hear from you in a little while. You had a chance to talk to our uh, new uh, Secretary of Education, Jill Underly. We're going to hear that in a little while, too. That's right, and uh, she's she's bringing rural with her. She's from a small school system in uh, the Pecatonica School District, way down on the southern border, and she knows rural. Yes, she does, so we'll talk about that later on. Uh, Go enjoy your scone. I will. There goes Scott this morning. Hey, weather brought to you by Mark Warren Motors. Let's take a quick check of that, shall we? Don't forget your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with complimentary tire rotation and vehicle health checks. Schedule yours at markwartmotors.com. It'll be kind of a partly cloudy, partly sunny day, maybe a shower passing through. It's not going to be any extended rain. High of 64. We're 37 right now. Hang on for Saturday. It's going to be 82. Spring out of your old car and spring into America's lowest-priced SUV for thousands less during the Spring Cleaning Clearance Event at Prestige Mitsubishi. Upside down in your trade, we want to take you out. Take me out! Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your old beater is worth. So you can drive home the all-new 2022 Eclipse Cross SUV with Super All-Wheel Control System for just $199 per month with the Prestige Mitsubishi Lifetime Warranty. If you haven't seen a new Mitsubishi lately, you owe it to yourself to drive one before you buy anything else. Take me out! Lower prices, exceptional trade-in values, and the all-new 2022 Eclipse Cross SUV with super all-wheel control system. Get high style without the high price. Take one out today, only at Prestige Mitsubishi, home of the Prestige Mitsubishi Lifetime Warranty. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire, or visit MitsubishiOfEauClaire.com. 36-month, 10,000-mile-per-year lease. 4398 to its signing plus tax title license and first-month payment. Zero security with approved credit. Offers not combined. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Wax 104.5. About a minute after 5, this is 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. Time for some early morning news. NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas. President Biden is condemning systemic racism in the criminal justice system. Making his first address to a joint session of Congress, Biden called on lawmakers to come together on a package of comprehensive police reforms. We've all seen the knee of injustice on the neck of black Americans. Now's our opportunity to make some real progress. Biden praised the Senate for passing a bill aimed at curbing hate crimes against Asian Americans. South Carolina Republican Senator Tim Scott says he is keenly aware that America's struggle with racism is not over. However, during the Republican response to the president's address, he said the nation isn't filled with hate. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. Scott insisted that the Democratic approach to racism often amounts to fighting discrimination with a different type of discrimination. Three Georgia white men are now charged with federal hate crimes in connection with the death of Ahmad Arbery. The Justice Department announced the trio faces one count each of interference with rights and attempted kidnapping. Travis McMichael, his father Gregory McMichael, and William Bryan were already hit with murder charges after Arbery's death 
death in February of 2020. Ford Motor Company's first quarter brought a net income of $3.3 billion after interest in taxes. The automaker says the second quarter will likely not be as robust due to a shortage of computer chips that's expected to cut production by half. There's a new twist in the relationship involving reality TV stars Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell. The Bachelor and the recipient of his final rose are reportedly back on again. The couple initially split after the series stopped filming due to Kirkconnell's racism controversy. I'm Trey Thomas. For first responders and frontline workers, communication isn't a luxury, it's a lifesaver. That's why FirstNet, built with AT&T, was created. The FirstNet mission is to make communications faster, safer, and more collaborative for first responders and other public safety personnel. FirstNet helps first responders and frontline workers connect when they are on or off duty. They get access to priority and preemption capabilities. This means they connect to the network first. In emergency situations, first responders move to the front of the line to access critical bandwidth they need to send and receive voice, data, video, images, and text. During an emergency, FirstNet is a critical connection between first responders to technology and also to each other, giving them access to information quickly when every second counts. With FirstNet, first responders and frontline workers get a highly secure, reliable network with 24-7, 365 customer care and monitoring. Get more info about FirstNet at your local AT&T store or firstnet.com. Feeling stressed in your skin? Not with new Olay Body Wash infused with skincare ingredient retinol. Olay with retinol improves skin three times better versus the leading body wash, transforming skin from dry and stressed to bright and smooth. So I can step into stressful days feeling my best in my skin. Olay Body, fearless in my skin. Now try Olay's other skincare-inspired body washes with hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, and collagen. You say party? Say A1 Express Rental. Personal gatherings, company events, casual to classy, they have everything you need to make your event happen. It's tent season, and they've got a wide variety, plus everything else. Chairs, tables, linens, dinnerware, dance floors, podiums, even bounce houses and slides. See them for the hard-to-find items, like crowd control, fencing, bleachers, and much more. The outdoor season is back. Party on! A1 Express Rental Center in Eau Claire and Rice Lake. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it looks like you'll be able to party on, plant on, whatever you want to do the next few days, because it's going to be pretty nice. Now, today, not going to be overly warm, but it'll be a nice day. We're going to have partly sunny, partly cloudy conditions. Chance of a shower skating through the area won't last long, and uh, then should give us some sunshine. Temperatures 63, 64 today. Tomorrow, partly sunny, low 60s. And then on Saturday, partly sunny, low 80s. About 82 for the high on Saturday. Then it'll cool down again on Sunday, about 70 with a chance of rain. And then cloudy to partly cloudy on Monday and Tuesday. Highs in the low 60s. 36 in Rice Lake, 38 in Medford, 47 in Wausau, 46 in Marshfield, 49 in La Crosse. Green Bay at 43, it's 47 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. Milwaukee at 48 and about 36 degrees right now as we're on our way to about 64 today in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin Strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Trade in, trade up, and expand your personal look to every room. Right now at Classics Furniture and Design Studio, seeing is exciting. See all of today's trending colors, fabrics, styles, and finishes for bedrooms, dining, and family rooms. Our design staff will help you plan and choose just the right items to bring your look to life. Come in now while everything's on sale. We'll deliver the new and take away the old. Trade in, trade up. Visit Classics Furniture in Eau Claire today. Over 90 new Jeeps available at Chilson.com. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Eight minutes after five on a Thursday morning in Wax, and we do have markets to get to courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. And as always, Scott has the livestock numbers. Fed beef steers are at 113 to 122 with the mix, 90 to 112. Fed beef heifers, 110 and a quarter to 121 and a half with the mix selling 77 to 110. Fed Holstein steers are at 97 to 104 with select and choice 80 to 96. Cows are at a 41 to 61 with the top selling 61 and a half to 79 and bulls are at 75 to 93 on the hog side butcher hogs are at 68 and a half to 83 and three quarters sows 60 uh, 60 to 71 and boars 23 to 25 new crop market lambs are at 150 to 225 Old crop market lambs, 130 to 170, and feeder lambs, 150 to 340. All right, sir, thank you. Get some news ready, and we'll be back with you in a moment. Sounds good. All right, we'll get Scott back and take a look at some of our farm news this morning. The rest of our early morning markets, livestock futures, cattle prices were lower, hog prices on the futures were a little higher. June cattle, June live cattle, 115.45, down 40. August, 116.47, one sixteen forty seven. That was down eighty two in October. Live cattle one twenty one oh five down a dollar five. Feeder cattle for May one thirty four ninety seven. That was down ninety. August one forty eight ninety down one seventeen. September at one fifty ninety down a dollar thirty. And October feeder cattle one fifty two twenty seven down one forty two. Lean hog carcass contracts, May 111.27, that was up 147. June 109.12, up 245. July at 107.95, up 262. And August at 103.92, that was up $1.85. At the Board of Trade, it's been a volatile trade. Uh, Yesterday was very uneven, it went down. And then uh, weather uncertainties, not only here, but in Brazil. Have this market uh, really fluctuating. Also, where's demand really? So looking at July prices this morning and overnight, these prices uh, after falling yesterday did come back a little bit. So you're looking at July corn this morning up six cents at six fifty a bushel. The oats up there, the oats down a penny for July at four oh six. Wheat up a nickel at seven twenty seven. July soybeans up six to seven cents at fifteen twenty. Meal up 90 cents a ton at $422.70. Barrel cheese up a cent and a half to 181 and a quarter. The blocks up a quarter to 180 and a quarter. The butter 
up three quarters at 180 and a half. Class three for April was unchanged, 1764. May up two at 1922. June up 12 at 1964. July up 22 at 1980. August class three milk up 16 at 1962. And prices were higher out through December on class three milk. 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, again, 36 degrees, partly cloudy, partly sunny day, maybe a chance of a shower moving through. It won't last long if it does, and a high about 64. Hey, get your bags packed. Uh, as we said, we were at a field day yesterday on the Clark Turner Farm over in Clark County, and uh, yeah, Clark Turner and Clark County in the Withy area yesterday, so it was good to be outside, and uh, we're going to be outside again. Don't forget... We're going to Alaska in August, but also don't forget this trip later this fall. Last March, we had to postpone our Panama-Costa Rica farm tour, but it's back on October 30th to November 8th. We're going to Panama and Costa Rica on a farm tour, and we're going to cruise through the new Panama Canal, go to a dairy farm, coffee plantation. We're going to visit the native cultures, cruise a wildlife refuge, so much more. Call Holiday Vacations, 888-554-5208. Get yourself a brochure as we go to Costa Rica and Panama toward 30th through November 8th with Holiday Vacations. Anders Supply and Landscaping in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin is the leading landscape supply company serving Chippewa Falls, Eau Claire, Bloomer, New Auburn, Cornell, Altoona, and surrounding areas. Anders Supply and Landscaping specializes in bulk landscaping supplies such as mulch, stone, rock, and topsoil, as well as landscaping design and install. Contact them for complete commercial and residential landscaping services. For all your landscaping needs, call Anders Supply and Landscaping LLC in Chippewa Falls and visit AndersSupplyAndLandscaping.com. Find a Mother's Day gift at Macy's Friends and Family event with an extra 30% off with coupon or Macy's card. Get 15% off fragrances and more. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Down in the Sparta area, if you're looking for Alpha Rex Alfalfa, you can go to Sparta Co-op Services in Sparta. Jenny Yonke is with us now. And uh, Jenny, first of all, tell us about Sparta Co-op Services. What kind of products and services do you offer to the farmers and how big a territory will you cover? So here at Sardo, we offer um, fertilizer, seed, chemical, and then we even have LP and even our C store. Um, and we're covering most of the Sparta area. We go towards Toma, West Salem, towards Viroqua, and even towards Black River. So you cover a nice territory. Tell me about uh, your history with Alpha Rex Alfalfa Seed. How long has uh, Sparta Co-op Services carried Alpha Rex, and what's been the response from farmers who have planted it? Um, we've been carrying Alpharex seed for quite a few years now, um, and our farmers seem to be pretty pleased with it, and we'll continue carrying it. Have they talked about uh, the agronomic advantages or the effect it's had on the cows with you? What have they told you? Yeah, so they offer some high-gest alfalfa, which seems to be pretty good for the dairy side of it and the feed quality. And what about 2021 seed availability? We got uh, a lot of variety from Alpharex available? Yep, we got our Roundup ready and then our 405 brand from them. And uh, they're still in good supply. Yep, absolutely. All right, thank you, Ginny. Ginny Yonke from Sparta Co-op Services at Sparta, another of our Alpha Rex dealers. Our Alpha Rex dealers. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And uh, right now we are looking at uh, almost a quarter after five here at Wax. Let's uh, get to some of our... 
farm news this morning as Scott is with us. Before we do that, uh, just a, a note here that uh, Tammy Baldwin, U.S. Senator, is going to chair her first hearing of the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee on Agriculture, Rural Development, and Food and Drug Administration this morning at uh, 9 o'clock our time. That's her first hearing as chair of the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee. And uh, the hearing is titled Diversifying On-Farm Income Opportunities to Strengthen Rural America. And uh, there will be folks from uh, Wisconsin at that hearing Probably a virtual hearing, which uh, they're continuing to do. Dr. John Lucy is director of the Center for Dairy Research at UW-Madison and Rebecca Sweeney, communications education and policy director at the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association, will be among those testifying at that subcommittee hearing with uh, Senator Baldwin later on this morning in Washington. And uh, Scott, what else is going on? Well, speaking of Washington, more checks are going out to the farmers under the second coronavirus food assistance program. $13.5 billion have been sent to producers around the country as of Friday, the 25th. Crop farmers have received $6.23 billion from the program, with livestock producers getting $3.43 billion, sales commodities $2.57 billion, and dairy farmers have received $1.21 billion, with the poultry industry seeing about $57.5 million so far. Payments under the first CFAP program are up to $10.56 billion. There could be a shift in the number of congressmen representing farm districts in parts of the country as the 2020 census will mean the loss of seven congressional seats for states mainly in the Midwest. States losing a seat include Illinois, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and California. States that will gain an extra representative include Colorado, Florida, Montana, North Carolina, and Oregon. Based on the census, states, including Wisconsin, will now have to redraw their congressional districts. Canadian farmers like those right here in the U.S. are starting to plant their crops for 2020. Canadian corn acres this year will total around 3.6 million, down almost 2% from last year. Most of Canada's corn, just under 2 million acres, is grown in Ontario. Canadian farmers also plan to put in 5.3 million acres of soybeans, about 5.5% more than in 2020, with about 3 million of those acres being planted in Ontario, with Manitoba next at 1.3 million acres. Wheat is the second large is the largest crop grown in Canada, where farmers plan to put in just over 23 million acres this year, about seven percent than last, uh, less than last year. Saskatchewan and Alberta are the big wheat growing uh, provinces in Canada. Other major crop, uh, another major crop in Canada is canola, as they will grow about 21 and a half million acres of canola this year up almost 4% from a year ago, and Canadian barley acres will be up about 14% this year to nearly 9 million acres as strong prices are attracting more barley acres. 
And this week is being celebrated as Water Week in Wisconsin. The efforts being led by the Public Service Commission to highlight the importance of continuing to invest in the state's water systems in both urban and rural areas. A new federal report shows Wisconsin needs more than $8.5 billion invested in our drinking water infrastructure in the next 20 years to maintain our water quality. Yeah, we don't want to lose our water quality in Wisconsin, that's for sure. When you think about places like Flint, Michigan, and other places mm-hmm. like that, uh, we don't want to have anything like that around here. So We can't take it for granted. Boy, that is for sure. All right, sir, we will talk to you in a little while. We're going to hear you. In fact, we're going to hear you in just a minute or two talking with Jill Underly, our new superintendent of public instruction. So uh, we'll do that coming up. All right, interesting person. Yes, I'm sure she is. And, uh, again, Scott and the new uh, Secretary of Education next right here on WAX. Spring has arrived, and Blaine's Farm and Fleet is ready to help you tackle all the projects you've been thinking about all winter long. So head on over for deals on Krylon Farm and Implement Paint. It's a great way to make older equipment look like new. Now 10% off. Pick up a Craftsman 20-volt two-tool combo kit. Ideal for all your drilling and fastening needs. On sale, just 99 bucks. Save $30 on a job site backpack from Milwaukee. It's water resistant and has a pocket for your laptop. On sale, $69.99. Make sure you have the right tool for the job with a 26-piece screwdriver set with holding rack from Performance Tool. Priced at $19.99. And save 20% on punch kits from Dasco. Plus, check out these great doorbuster deals. Save $10 on Top Choice Contractors Mixed Grass Seed. On sale, $69.99. And five-gallon pails of Farm and Fleet premium tractor fluid, now $29.99. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The sound of a loved one's heartbeat tugs at your heartstrings and may also lower your heart rate. Visit adventhealth.com slash feelwhole to learn more. Hello, this is Steve from Northside and Loyal. I've been delivering precisely balanced feed rations, fertilizers, and commodities to operations like yours for 17 years. I'm proud to make reliable and dependable deliveries that help your agribusinesses perform. At Northside, your success is our passion. And speaking of passion, Northside is growing and looking for people who are passionate about a career in agriculture and customer success. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Was elected the state superintendent of public instruction in early April. And we have her on this morning with us to talk about rural schools and the rural education scene in general and what she's uh, stepping into. Good morning, ma'am. Hey, good morning, Scott. Thanks so much for having me on. So... What a what a big job you undertook here, and uh, it's so easy to look at some of the negative things in this world, I think, and uh, if we could, take a look with me at uh, rural education and tell me some of the good things that you've been seeing in rural education. Oh, I'm seeing so much good stuff in rural education. Just in, when I think about just some of the interesting trends, um, you know, when when you look at just the sense of community, the sense of belonging that our kids have in the rural schools, um, even in our own school here at Pecatonica, which is in southwest Wisconsin, we only have under 40 kids in each grade level. But these kids grow up um, 
they're more like siblings, right? Um, there's full inclusion. Um, they understand each other's, um, you know, strengths and their quirks, and they accept them for who they are. Um, they have close relationships with their teachers. Um, the community always is willing to pitch in and rally around our, our schools, and they understand, you know, the relationships that having a school um, has to the strength of the and the growth of the community. So there's so much good stuff happening. And the school in so many rural communities is the centerpiece of that community. Absolutely. Jill, tell us uh, a little bit about the other side of things. It's even before this pandemic, this coronavirus pandemic uh, kind of took over so many parts of our lives, it seems, rural schools were, were facing some extra challenges, especially where the dollars and cents were concerned and uh, some of the state funding help needed uh, and some of the needs for extra spending, that these uh, extra money that these schools seem to always be searching for to make ends meet. Yeah. How about those challenges? What what can we look forward to under a Jill Underly Department of Public Instruction? Right. So I think you, you just kind of nailed it there, uh, Scott. These challenges existed well before the pandemic. Um, they certainly have, have been exacerbated by the pandemic. Um, the big thing is funding. Um, when you look at the number of referendums that our schools have to put on the ballot each election, and then, of course, the percentage of the referendum that passed. I mean, that sends a message right there that our communities understand um, that our schools need to operate, and they, what they need to operate um, funding-wise, and that they will support it because it is central to the community. But, you know, small rural schools, they continue to face many challenges, such as, you know, declining enrollment, um, you know, lack of economy of scale. You know, there's difficulty in recruiting and retaining quality staff um, or qualified staff, I should say. Um, And when we can't recruit um, or retain staff, we have to reduce programming. We also have, you know, distance to overcome. We have high transportation costs. We also um, are located further away from post-secondary educational institutions. and the school funding piece is, is central when, you know, I talk about things like declining enrollment. And we have to, and this is one of the pieces of my administration going forward, I want to strengthen our communications um, at the Department of Public Instruction and educate people more widely throughout the state about school funding, um, particularly in our rural areas, because we do have people who um, we elect to the legislature that continue to vote or programs that take away funding from our rural schools. You know, the expansion of the voucher program, for example. I mean, that all comes out of funding that would otherwise be going to all our public schools, especially our rural schools. So we have to really become more educated and more aware about how the system works, and that's one of my goals. You're stepping into this as we, as the legislature, uh, starts that process with the biennial budget what kind of things can you push in that budget that might help some of these rural schools? Yeah, so I was part of the group that came out of the Fenimore um, budget hearings um, for the Blue Ribbon Commission. This was, I think, in 2018 now. Um, and Senator Kathleen Beinhout, who has always been a friend 
to rural areas and rural schools in particular was on that committee too. And, um, you know, they, they came out of that with some recommendations that I fully support, and they are in Governor Evers' budget. You know, for example, reimbursing special education. Right now, um, school districts maybe receive 28% on the dollar, um, so 28 cents per dollar on special education reimbursement. And then when we can't, when we, you know, where does that other, you know, 72 cents come from? That comes from our general fund. So if the legislature were to approve a higher reimbursement rate, that money stays in our schools, and it, and it benefits all kids. Um, you know, we wouldn't have to go to referendum as much, for example. Mm-hmm. I would support, you know, um, higher transportation aid reimbursement. As I mentioned before, we have great distances to cover um, in our school districts. Um, increasing the revenue limits. You know, we haven't had an increase in revenue limits because um, part of it is, you know, the, the legislature says, well, if we do that, you know, local taxes will go up. Local taxes are going up anyway because we have to pass referendums. So let's get the state um, to make good on their promises of funding two-thirds of our of our education. And that's what, um, you know, the governor's budget also is a proponent of. What's your feeling on on how some of those things are going to set in the legislature? I think it has to come down to messaging, because right now um, the conversation that I'm hearing is that the um, legislature feels that public schools already have too much. You know, they have too much funding, particularly when you look at the federal stimulus money that's coming into our schools. Um, But that is one-time funding, you know, for improvements and things and expenses that came out of COVID. Um, we have to keep the pressure on our legislature um, to make sure that they're making good on their promise for public schools. And so we have to tell our stories, especially in our rural areas. We need to really you know, reach out to our local representatives um, in the legislature and tell them you know, what the great things our schools are doing you know, with the in-person learning and the technology, the rural broadband needs, um, because they have to hear from us. Um, otherwise, you know, they, they're going to go a different direction. And so we need to make sure we keep the pressure on that they know our public schools need the assistance, that we need um, the increase in our in our funding because our expenses do go up every year. And again, that's Jill Underly, who is taking over as our new superintendent of public instruction. She comes from the Pecatonica School District, a rural district, and she knows the value of education, the value of rural education, but uh, she knows she's got a big job ahead. Hey, we've got more jobs ahead, too, like looking at the markets. Rocky's going to join us from over at Premier Livestock and Withy, 29 minutes after 5 here at Wax. Are you frustrated with white mold showing up year after year in your soybeans? If you have tried fungicide applications and are still losing yield to white mold, now is the time to ask your seed dealer about Heads Up Plant Protectant. Heads Up is the first EPA-registered seed treatment for the prevention of white mold in soybeans and pulse crops. The first line of defense on your farm against white mold now starts with the right seed treatment package. Locate a Heads Up dealer near you by visiting headsupst.com today. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory, serving families since 1982. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.30 in the morning, and it's time for us to catch up on the markets as we go over to Premier Livestock in the Withy area, and uh, Rocky Olson is with us, and I was in your territory yesterday at a field day. Boy, it felt good to be outside. I'll tell you, it was nice. It was, uh, 
yeah, I got out of the auction there in the afternoon. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a beautiful day, that's for sure. Well, it, uh, it took a while because you're selling a lot of cattle. It's been pretty busy. I'll I guess that. so. Tell us how the price has been. Uh, thank you, Bob. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We did have two herd dispersals. Uh, had a nice freestall herd and a nice tie stall herd. Market was strong. Uh, we had a good crowd, but tremendous uh, internet buyer support. Uh, top Supreme Holstein fresh cows brought 1,800 to 2,200. Uh, we did have them uh, Swiss cattle in yesterday. We had uh, sold some top registered Swiss fresh cows. They bring 3,000 to 3,400. Uh, we did have some great Swiss that were very nice as well, and they brought 19 to 3,200 for them great Swiss. Other Holstein milk cows and spring and heifers, 11 to 1775. Holstein spring and heifers, mostly 11 to 15. We did have some top su supreme spring and heifers, most of them coming off the herd from 15 to 1900. Uh, those lesser quality and blemish cows and spring and heifers, 1,075 and down. Today, uh, another dairy cattle auction. We got a one owner herd dispersal of 350 Holstein parlor freestall cows. They're averaging 70 pounds with uh, no protein being fed. Uh, mostly a corn silage diet. All the cows bred to black limousine bulls, AI from Genix. Auction starts today at 11 o'clock a.m. Next week, uh, Wednesday, we got a fancy, fancy herd of cows coming up. We're going to have 170 top-notch Holstein parlor freestyle cows, 87 pounds, 2X milking, 30 years AI if you're fussy. You're going to love this herd next week. Also, uh, next week, we got a special feeder cattle auction, bred beef cow auction, expecting seven to 800 head. Questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Lots more information on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And that's the way it's shaped up, Bob. All right, sounds good. And uh, I got activity. I know Friday you're having, what, some kind of a horse sale, aren't you? You stopping over? I'm not sure if I'm going to get there or not. I I don't know if I need one of those buggy horses to get me to town or not. But <laughs> Well, the nice part, we don't charge admission, so you're no, always welcome. That's right. I know. I always feel welcome over there, So, uh, but that'll yep. be a good one. What, uh, driving horses and draft horses, huh? Yes. Yep. All right. We, we could use somebody to count the people, Bob, and you're pretty good at counting because you're a little bit above yeah, I can rest. see over the top. Most of yeah, them me, are me it's, me, it's tough to get a count. Yeah, a well, say like that, it's mostly counting black hats and whiskers. There you go. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, have a good one, Bob. All right. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy Air, and we'll take a look at our weather coming up. Alpharex Seed is your trusted source for Premier Alfalfa varieties today and tomorrow. Alpharex Seeds has an innovative product portfolio with the latest alfalfa technologies. High Just and Harv Extra for quality-minded growers. High Ton for aggressive hay growers and also Roundup Ready Alfalfa. Alpharex Seeds is backed by Corteva AgriScience, which has one of the largest alfalfa breeding programs in the United States. And Alpharex Seeds has the alfalfa and forage expertise to assist you in making the best purchasing decisions for your farming operation. Alpharex stands for Alfalfa and Forage Excellence. Alfalfa and Forage is all they do. Alpharex knows alfalfa, trusted for today's serious alfalfa producer. For top alfalfa production in both quality and quantity, see your local Alpharex dealer. Jerry Crow's at Deer Park, Marathon Feed and Grain in Marathon, both Alpharex dealers. 
for everything under the sun. We have all your outdoor furniture needs at Furnish 123. Find the Mother's Day gift at Macy's Friends and Family Event with an extra 30% off with coupon or Macy's card. Get 15% off fragrances and more. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Time to check our weather forecast as we're about 26 away from 6 o'clock. Kelly Slifka joins us over at Skywarn 13. Morning, Kelly. Looks like pretty good bike riding weather for the next few days. Oh, yeah. Going to love this weather into the weekends. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Especially when, how can we get one day that warm and then kind of backs off again? Uh, we got a warm front and then quickly a cold front. So. Oh, I guess, uh, yeah, that uh, cold front's going to hang on and... But it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's not going to be real cold behind the front. It looks like early next week, uh, but we're going to be really warm. It's going to be a, quite a drop in temperatures. But I'm um, looking at some 80s headed away. It looks like on Saturday, that'll probably be the warmest day before a front moves in and brings us a chance of showers and storms on Sunday. And then we cool it down a little bit, but still in the uh, 60s, it looks like early next week. A little chilly this morning, and as those temperatures have dropped with the clear skies and light winds, a little bit of fog being reported right now at the airport, down to a half mile of visibility. And we will start to see some clouds roll in this morning. That's how it headed a weak cold front that will swing on in and bring us some clouds and maybe a brief shower as we head through late this morning toward the noon hour or so. And then we should get back into some sunshine. It will turn breezy with those northwest winds at 10 to 20, but it should be a nice day as we get up to 64. Uh, mostly clear skies tonight down to 39. A nice Friday with lighter winds, sunshine 62. Really warming up as a warm front passes through Saturday with partly cloudy skies. going to feel like summer as we get up to 81. There will be a chance for some showers and thunderstorms, it looks like Sunday. They'll be scattered. There'll be plenty of dry periods. Still mild as we get up to 74. Monday a little bit cooler with temperatures in the 60s. Right now in Eau Claire with some of the fog, 36 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. All right, Kelly, have a good ride today. All right, thank you. There he goes, Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13 with our weather. Brought to you by Baraboo Implement. Spring is here, and so are the savings during New Holland's Spring Drive sales event going on now at Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls. It's a great time to get the New Holland equipment you need for a new season and work more productively than ever. Limited time 0% financing and cashback offers are available now on select New Holland tractors and hay and forage equipment. Stop by Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls today, because just like spring... Spring drive savings won't last long. As a company founded by farmers, Rural Mutual Insurance has long understood the unique needs of the Wisconsin egg industry and the people who work hard every day. Eva and Tom Curtis of Rice Lake offer farm families the best advice, personalized coverage, and fast claim service. As Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, be confident that your farm is properly protected with Eva and Tom Curtis. Call Eva at 715 403 23 to get a farm insurance quote from the leaders in the field. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 22 minutes now before 6 o'clock. We've got some uh, local news to take a look at and Scott has uh, all that in front of him. What's going on that way? Well, people in Chippewa County are going to have to keep wearing their masks outside for a while. County Health Director Angela Wiedemann yesterday said the county is not changing its mask policy to get in line with the CDC recommendations, at least not yet. 
the CDC said fully vaccinated people can take off their masks in most outdoor settings, but Wiedemann said it'll take a couple of days, a bit for the county to make the changes. There's a $500 reward for any information that will lead Dunn County deputies to whoever shot and killed more than a dozen cats and kittens earlier this week. The sheriff's office found the cats along with 18 others that survived along the side of the road near the town of Springbrook. The uh, Dunn County Humane Society's Jamie Wagner said she can't imagine what led somebody to abandon the cats, much less what led someone to shoot some of them. The 18 cats that survived are being cared for and maybe offered for adoption. UW Eau Claire's chancellor yesterday said the university will allow graduates to bring two guests to this spring's graduation ceremony. Chancellor James Schmidt said the university knows how important college graduation is to families, but also said the school is limited by coronavirus safety measures. In-person graduation is set for May 15th. Thousands of people who owe on their power bills across Wisconsin are in line for some help. Governor Tony Evers said yesterday he's going to spend $21 million to help pay down utility bills for 36,000 people in the state.